0: Why did you let me love you? Why did you let me fall? Why should it be When it's plain to see That you can't see me at all? I need your love so badly I love you all so madly But I don't stand a ghost a chance with you.
1: What's happened now? Shh, not so loud. Don't wake her up. Mind telling me why she's in the hospital?
2: Still asleep. Yes. Thank you for checking on her. Press the buzzer if she wakes up. Doctor, will be in soon. Thank you, nurse. Well, we'll see. Ring from the studio. Said Bridget was raving. Said she'd taken leave of her senses. You went over. Sue was in a panic, didn't know what to do. Since you had the car, I had to take a taxi to Paramount. Don't jump on me. I had errands to run. Easy, easy. By the time I got there, the studio doc had given her a shot. She was out cold. There were ambulance drivers waiting. They let me ride in the back. What was she doing there, besides making a holy show of herself? Sue asked for a reading. When they finished, she brought Bridget on the set to watch, and that's where she broke down. Before she fainted, a bunch of lights exploded. While they were putting out the blaze, she woke up screaming and crying. They couldn't get anything out of her, so the doc gave her a shot. Fire? Was it bad? They got it under control. I felt bad for the director, though. He looked terrible. Who? Who was directing? <laughs> that old roué, Reggie Fitz. Boy, I guess bridgen really shook him up. Reggie Fitz. Reggie Fitz. That's what I said. Get the sawdust out of your ears.
1: He's not an old Rouet. He's one of the most successful directors in the business. Why people would give their eye teeth to work with him. He's got an Oscar. And he's loaded. And... And he's your boyfriend? (laughs) Don't put words in my mouth.
2: You already said a mouthful. He's a little old for you, isn't he? Reggie's in his prime. Five ex-wives. Soon to be six. What of it?
1: Don't get your hopes up, Tess. That's all I'm saying. She's out to ruin everything, even this. I can't sleep, she creeps around the house like a ghost, and now she's going to scare off Reggie.
2: Aren't you exaggerating?
1: Don't look for the worst to happen,
2: like Miriam did with Woman Chases Men, and it turned out to be your best picture in years. Just don't blow things out of
1: proportion. The hell I am. Once he finds out the nut who ruined his shooting schedule is my cousin, he'll give me the gate. Oh, come on, simmer down. She didn't go
2: over there just to put you in a jam. And if Bridget is so unreasonable and he holds it against you, then he's a
1: mug. Plain and simple. Why do you always side with her? Shouldn't you be loyal to me? Haven't I worked my tail off for you? And for what? You get the radio show and the glory from the press.
2: Tess, you're right. You're right. You work hard and I don't show my appreciation enough. I promise I'll make it up to you. But right now, we need to worry about Bridget. She feels all alone in the world. She's young and she's scared. Something's rattled her. I didn't have time for a good look at the set, but let me tell you. I saw something that made me shudder. What? It was a credenza on the set. It was
1: topped with a heap of red gardenias. Oh, no. Is Bridget okay? Oh, sure. She's fine. A little run down is all. Don't worry about her. I have more experience than your cousin. Trust me. I'll give you a good reading. That's okay. I just stopped by to
3: tell her about how I fixed Harry's wagon. Oh, really? Bridget's sharp. She found a secret door in my dressing room that led straight to Harry's office. He was planning to sneak up on me. And I couldn't believe the way she handled the barracuda from the old neighborhood. Who? Mm, What's her name? Sharon Mooney. That dirty blackmailer.
1: You're telling me Bridget's mixed up with a rough trade, isn't she? Cops were there. They picked up Sharon? Nope. He died. One thing after another. Bridget's a magnet for trouble.
3: Shouldn't have mentioned it, I guess. Figured you would just know what
1: happened with your gift and all. I'm psychic, not omniscient.
3: I get it, sorry. Tell Bridget I was asking for her.
1: She'll be back tomorrow. You can call after dinner if you want.
4: Can you tell me what happened?
1: Uh, at the studio?
4: Why were you so upset?
5: I'm okay now.
4: We have a procedure. I can't sign a release until I'm certain you've recovered.
5: Sorry about... The fire? I didn't mean to.
4: You started the fire? I thought it was an accident on set.
5: Oh, yes. Uh, um, I meant I'm awful sorry that it happened.
4: Why did you become so upset?
5: Well, like I said, I'm okay now. I just got a little overexcited is all. I just couldn't believe it wasn't a real ski lodge. All that snow indoors.
4: The studio goes to great lengths to make a fantasy look like reality.
5: Oh, yes, Doctor. That's exactly it. Everything looked so real to me, and then, you know, Gary Cooper was there, and I just lost the run of myself. I was overwhelmed by the magic of the studio.
4: I see. And now?
5: Now I'm very embarrassed and ashamed all the trouble I've caused. I acted like a foolish girl. I'm very sorry. I'd like nothing more than to get back to my cousins and help around the house. Some housework will clear my head for sure.
4: Very good, Bridget. You sound like you made clear progress. I'm going to sign your discharge.
5: Thank you so much for your compassionate care, Doctor.
4: Run along now. Give this to the nurse on your way out.
5: Thank you, Doctor. After all's said and after all's done, what should I be but a harlot and a nun?
2: We're here for our cousin. She's going home today. Name? Bridget Bannon. She's already gone. What do you mean, gone? Take it easy. Doctor signed the form. She left before noon. And you let her walk out of here on her own? She's not a minor. She
1: signed herself out. Let me talk to the doctor. The doctor is with the patient. Then we'll wait. (laughs) Don't mind her. She's the worrying type. Thank you, nurse. Let's go, Mary. She's probably home already. We would have seen her before she left. Maybe she stopped off for a bite, or she went to the library. You're overreacting. No, no. Something's off. I can feel it. She's fine. I doubt she went to the train station.
2: We couldn't be that lucky. Tess, I swear, do not get my hair up. Hello, is this Sue? I'm sorry to ring you at the studio, dear. Have you seen Bridget? Well, no. She was released from the hospital today, but she left before we got there. Yeah, yeah. I've tried Yvette. No, she hasn't seen her. I will. Please call me if you hear from her. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Sue.
0: But what's the use of scheming? I know I must be dreaming. or I don't stand a ghost of a chance with you.
4: Somebody there? You? I swore you were Lena when I saw you on set. Mind telling me who you are?
5: I'll ask the questions if you don't mind.
4: Pulling a gun on me, eh?
5: Gotta be safe. Before you do it to me.
4: I don't own a gun.
5: Yeah, sure.
4: What do you want? My wallet's on the table.
5: Not here for that.
4: What's your angle?
5: I want some answers. That film set of yours, I've seen it before.
4: Ha! I highly doubt it.
5: Didn't know who you were until I saw you last week. Then the whole thing became clear. You're the one who shoots me.
4: Are you off your rocker? Do I need to ring the boys into white coats to haul you off again?
5: You're in my dream.
4: In your dream? You have flipped your lid.
5: I'm wearing a white gown. We're at a party in a ski lodge, surrounded by snow. Big triangle window. Stone fireplace. Animal skin rugs. Champagne flowing. Eddie Cantor seeing Palestina. And then you shoot me.
4: How do you know that? Who told you? Who put you up to this? I swear I didn't-
5: Had to get you before you got me. Now I'll be able to get some sleep.
2: Well, you're finally awake. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Where were you yesterday? Any coffee? On the
1: stove. Well, where have you been? Tying up loose ends. It's a lot of fun living with someone else who thinks no one else matters. Not to worry, you're getting your wish, Tess.
5: I'm taking the train seven tonight. Back to New York.
1: Good riddance.
2: Is that wise? Since Dennis Flood is looking for you? Who told you that? bet. I was worried sick when you didn't come home last night and I went over to see her. I can't believe you didn't tell us. No
5: reason to tell you. Just would have given Tess another reason to hate me. I took care of it. We don't need to argue. I'm tired. Let me pack my things and I'll be out of here.
2: Sure, Bridget. Go ahead and run away. That'll solve everything.
4: Anybody home? Can I help you? I was looking for...
1: Reggie, what are you doing here? What happened to your shoulder?
4: Sue told me this was the Bannon house. It is? You said your name was Jones.
1: Oh, that's my stepfather's name. He adopted me. What are you doing here?
4: I'm looking for Bridget. Why? Because she broke into my house last night. Shot me.
1: She did what? Oh my God, are you okay? Does it hurt? Did you call the cops?
4: No, studio doctor fixed me up. I need to see Bridget.
1: You don't need to explain anything, darling. Don't, Tess. It's okay, Mary knows. She won't say anything.
4: Tess, listen. I'm sorry. I can't see you anymore. Can you get Bridget?
1: You can't see me anymore? Can I get Bridget? Are you kidding me? You're going to throw me over for my cousin, you louse?
4: It's not like that. I, I can explain. Will you get Bridget?
1: Bridget, come down here. For heaven's sake, Tess, take it easy. Too bad for you she's taking the train tonight, back to New York. So much for your romantic plans, Reggie.
4: Tess, please, just listen.
5: What's he doing here? I guess my aim wasn't true.
4: Please, sit down.
5: Awful bossy for a guy with a busted wing. Suppose you'll have
1: me locked up?
4: Tell me about the dream.
1: Oh, brother, this again. Who cares? She's leaving.
4: Please, be quiet. Go on, Bridget. You said I shot you in the dream.
5: Like I said, it happens in a ski lodge, surrounded by deep snow, big triangle windows, stone fireplace, animal skin rugs, buckets of champagne. I'm drinking and laughing to Eddie Candor's Palestina, and I'm talking with you, Reggie, and then you shoot me.
4: It wasn't me, Bridget. And it wasn't you.
5: No? Then who?
4: It was your mother and me.
5: My mother?
4: Our wedding anniversary. We had a party to celebrate. Your? I'm your father.
5: What?
1: Who shot my mother?
4: Joe Carmody.
1: Grace's husband? You know her? She's a client.
4: Let me start from the beginning. I met Rosaline when she worked behind the counter in Gimbles. Bought some cufflinks. I was assistant director then, in Paramount's New York studio, out in Astoria. I asked Rosaline to make a screen test. Studio signed her. Front office changed her name to Lena. Sounded more exotic. They thought Rosaline was too sweet, too Mary Pickford. They dyed her hair black to match the name and image. We were sent to Hollywood. We were sent to Hollywood to the mill barn to shoot a picture where she played a vamp. We'd gotten married before we left New York. You know, I wasn't entirely sure who you were when I came here. Sue told me your name and where you lived. But I knew as soon as I saw Mary wearing Sophie's opals. Your grandmother wore them on her wedding day. Those opals turned from blue to black. She spat at me and said I would ruin her daughter, bring her nothing but unhappiness.
1: I cannot believe I've been carrying on with my uncle. None now, Tess.
4: I had no idea who you were, Tess. Thought your name was Jones. Anyway, we had a party for our anniversary. A producer gave me the keys to his lodge in Lake Arrowhead. Joe Carmody showed up. With his wife, I guess, to make it look respectable.
5: Who is Joe Carmody?
4: A banker from Boston. He came out here like a carpetbagger. One of those money men. Years ago, he gobbled up a couple of smaller film studios, started his own, Consolidated Pictures. Joe tried everything to get Lena.
5: He wanted her to leave Paramount and sign with him?
4: He wanted her in every way. To leave Paramount, to leave me, to leave you. Leave me? You were just a baby. He offered Lena a million dollars a year to be his.
5: She turned him down.
4: She laughed in his face, humiliated him in public. He got his revenge. Afterwards, the studio hushed up everything, he kept it out of the papers. Officially, it was an accident. Lena fell down the stairs and broke her neck.
2: What about the red gardenia? I saw a heap of them on your set and. I've been seeing visions of them. Tess has two.
4: Lena wore a gardenia in her hair the night of our party. She liked the way it looked against her black hair. When Joe shot her, it was stained with blood.
2: A blood soaked gardenia. I knew it was bad. Poor Aunt Rosaline. Oh, God. What happened to me?
4: Your grandmother insisted that I couldn't raise you on my own. Hollywood was the lion's den. I put you on a plane with a nurse. I'm sorry, Bridget. I did what I thought was best.
5: Why didn't you look for me or visit me?
4: Your mother died in 1920. Spanish flu was raging. Sophie said you picked it up during the trip to New York. She said you died. I believed her. Don't be angry with her. She did what she thought was best.
5: Ah, it doesn't matter. She's dead now too. Will you excuse me for a moment?
4: I'm so sorry, Bridget. It's a lot to learn after all these years. Why don't you go lie down for a while? Let things sink in. I'll come back later to check on you, okay?
5: Yes. Think I'd better
2: lay down.
4: I'm going to have a fresh dressing put on this and make a few calls. Be back soon, sweetie.
2: Don't worry about her. She'll be fine once everything settles.
4: Tess, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I will make things right with the Bannon family.
1: My name is Jones.
4: You shouldn't use that name. Why? Another time.
1: No, now. I want to know. What's wrong with me using my stepfather's name? regular name.
4: Tess, I...
1: Please,
2: please, let me tell her. You go on, you get your shoulder taken care of. I know the story.
1: Everyone knows what's going on except me. I hate all of you.
4: I'll be back soon.
1: Well, are you going to tell me? My real father is Jack the Ripper? Tess, it's better that you don't know. (laughs) Isn't it grand? Mary decides what's best for everybody. You act like you're gran, the boss of the family. Quit the matriarch routine and tell me what I don't know. What have you been lying about all those years? Who wants
2: to be the boss of this family? Not me. You're a bunch of crazy bitches. Everybody acts like clairvoyance is a curse instead of a blessing. I would like nothing more than to ditch this place and be a hermit by the sea. Don't
1: yell at me. You're the one who lied.
2: You should be glad I did lie. You should be glad that you don't remember. Wish I could forget things, like the years I slipped with a pair of scissors under my pillow. Scissors?
1: What are you talking about?
2: I used them to scare off my mother's boyfriends who accidentally found their way into my bed at night. We've all had bad things happen to us. To forget is a blessing. Tell me. Reverend Jones saw evidence of your gift. He thought that you were possessed by the devil. One time you predicted the Sunday collection would be stolen and you named the man who did it. Another time you told your mother you saw him kissing one of the church ladies in the garden. You were in school five blocks over at the time. You know, little things like that. He took you to the pond out back. It was frozen over, but he made a hole. He tried to drown you, Tess. Reverend Jones held your head under the water, and a neighbor saw and made him stop.
1: I I don't remember.
2: Deirdre didn't accidentally fall through the ice on the pond. She drowned on purpose, Tess.
1: No, I, I don't believe you.
2: She didn't feel strong enough to leave him. But she couldn't live with the guilt. That's when you came to live with us. Orla was doing our show in Lansing. Deirdre invited us to Battle Creek. She timed
1: it with our visit. So mom would be there to take you away with us. I remember when she said goodbye to me. And told me to be good for Aunt Orla. That's all. Look, this must be hitting
2: you like a ton of bricks. First Reggie and now Deirdre. And Reverend
1: Jones. But we need to go after Bridget. The car has gone from the driveway. She must have slipped out the back. I'm, I'm okay. It's better to know. The train doesn't leave until 7, so we have time to catch Bridget. She's not on her way to the train station. Carmody House? And she
2: still has my gun. I'll ring for a taxi before she winds up in San Quentin.
3: I figured I'd be seeing you here. Come on in.
5: You expecting me?
3: Have a seat. Want a drink? No, thanks. Mind if I have one? Go ahead. Where's Joe? Slow down, Bridget
5: I've waited a long time How'd you find out? Reggie Fitz told me after I shot him Have the gun on you? You know I do, Mrs Carmody Joe's not here I knew you'd say that
3: It's the truth He's away on a stag holiday, Palm Springs He goes every year with his cronies They gamble and see whores
5: Working girls have more integrity than you All these years, you stayed with him, you know what he is. He's a stinker. I know. I doubt my mother was the only one. How many women has he destroyed?
3: I'm sorry about your mother, and the other girls. What can I say? I promised for better or for worse.
5: That's bullshit, Grace. You wanted the money, the name, the power that came with it. And all the while, you felt better than him. He was the sinner. You stuck by him and helped him cover it up. Let me make it up to you. How do you expect to do that?
3: Since I saw you that day, I've been thinking about it.
5: I doubt you'll ring the police and make a confession.
3: No need to get police involved. What if I take care of Joe? Will that square things?
5: Oh, really? You'll play hangman with your own husband.
3: What do you take me for? On the level. Accidents happen all the time, don't they? He could... Fall down the stairs and break his neck. It's better if you don't know. If you shoot him, you will burn for it. I owe you this. Owe your mother, the other girls. It's my debt to pay. You go and live your life, and know he won't be in it much longer. If I'm lying, you'll know it soon enough. You better
5: hope you never see me again, Mrs. Carmody.
3: Don't worry. I'm getting my widow's weeds ready soon as you leave.
5: Thanks for everything.
1: I'm sorry that we didn't get along better. Glad to see you off on the train instead of a police car.
2: Are you finished with my gun? Or are you planning to continue your crime spree? (laughs) I put it back. Only thing I'm interested
5: in is starting college in September. I know, I know.
2: You mind yourself, okay?
4: Wait, Bridget, don't go.
5: I don't want to stay. There's nothing for me here.
4: You can walk out here. I'll put you under contract, give you a screen test, or or else you can work in the office.
5: I belong back east. It's home. I don't want anything out here.
4: Come with me, Bridget. I've got something that you want. What? Your mother. (laughs) Rosaline finished two pictures. Both are lost. But from the picture we were shooting when she was murdered, I have one reel. Never got to finish it. Desert Princess. Your mother was the star... The story was based on Lysistrata. Men of two tribes were at war until the women held a sex strike. Look at her. That's your mother.
5: Oh, she's so beautiful. I can't believe I'm seeing her. She's luminous.
4: She loved you very much. You look just like her. Bridget, the patron saint of poets. That's why she chose your name. She read you poems every night.
5: Oh, Mama. I see you. I see you at last.
0: Of Palestine. Just because they like her concertina. She plays it day and night. She plays with all her might. She never gets it right. But how they love it. One more of it. I heard her play once or twice. Oh, murder. Still it was nice. She was. What's
4: Reggie stop
5: teasing me with that song you'll have people convinced that I'm a hack musician <laughs> I don't even know what a concertina is for Christ's sakes <laughs> give me a kiss you divine man
4: Mrs Fitzsimmons I love you so much my heart aches I'm the luckiest man in the world with you and our little Bridget the man never had it so good
5: Ah, here. Go on. You only want to throw me over your shoulder and drag me off to the bedroom, you divil. <laughs> Pour me some more bubbles, pet.
4: You let him in here? I see he brought his wife.
5: Some neck. That's the thing with a bad penny. They keep turning up. Say, what do you call a gangster with a Harvard diploma, Reggie?
4: I don't know. Gorgeous. What?
5: A banker, a studio boss, and a rat. <laughs> Some gobshite acts like Hollywood is a personal harem. He can just buy girls, like, stocks on the market. Well, I, for one, am not for sale. No price tag on me!
4: Lena, Lena. Oh, my love. Don't leave me.
0: Why did you let me love you? Why did you let me fall? Why should it be what it's plain to see? Thanks for
5: listening. Red Gardenia is a Sassmouth Dames production, written and directed by Meghan McGurk. Starring Clara Higgins as Bridget Bannon, M. Sean as Mary Bannon, Olympia Kiriakou as Tess Bannon, Savannah Monroe as Sue Rollins, Renee Smith as Yvette Valentine, Laura Malson. As Grace Carmody, Shane McCormick as Re- Reggie Fitz, Meghan McGurk as Sharon Mooney, art design by Mott Collins, sound editing and special effects by Tom O'Mahony.
0: a ghost of a with you If you'd surrender just for a tender kiss or two.